there and welcome to I'm Crazy But You Can't Lock Me Up podcast with your host, Lindy Eldridge. I am thrilled and excited to be able to bring to you an array of guests that are going to be able to take you to the life that you want. Let's go ahead and get started. Well, hello there, everybody, and I am more than super excited to bring you this episode of I'm Crazy But You Can't Lock Me Up. I have, and I know that you have seen her all over the media, this woman, Carolyn Ellis from Ontario, Canada, yes, is the creator of The Hug Love. You know, the sheet that you saw, uh, to me it looked like a shower curtain. Well, she created a way that during the coronavirus that we got to hug our loved ones. So. That's who we get to spend time with right now. A very, very special woman. And I'm just super excited to go ahead and start. Say hello, Carolyn. Hello. Hi, Lindy. Great to see you. Great to see you. Thanks for having me on. Are you kidding me? You're all (laughs) over the media. And just to know that you and I are connected, it means so much to me because the bottom line is love and hugs. And there is nothing more special or significant than that hug that we get from each other. I agree. Share with us your story. Share with us how you even came up with this brilliant way for us to be able to hug one another during the most horrific times in the world. Because everybody was affected by it. Absolutely. Yes. So it it was just before Mother's Day last year. And my mom lives about five minutes away from our place. Uh, we're just near Toronto, uh, Canada. And I guess I, I just, it dawned on me that she lives alone. We have two young boys, her, or her grandkids, her only grandkids. And I realized, oh my gosh, we you know made the decision not to have her in our house because she's older and considered high risk, I guess, for her age. And we thought we need to, you know, follow the rules, have you outside our household. At that stage last year, there were no bubbles. You know, people weren't really understanding the coronavirus at that point. So my mom's a public health nurse trained, you know, she is retired now, but she very followed the rules, you know. So we stayed distant. But it was really weighing on us, you know, so difficult for her to, to see the boys, her grandkids, and just keep that distance. I mean, they were two and four at the time. They didn't know <laughs> not that they couldn't run up and hug her, right? So, um, so yeah, I said, we got to come up with something. We've got to give her a gift of a hug for Mother's Day. And it just occurred to me, we had this big plastic sheet from an old renovation. I thought we could just put that up in our backyard on our clothesline and put garbage bags through it. We had this special tape and, and it just, uh, it just was coming to me. It just made sense. And my husband, Andrew helped me put it all together. And honestly, Lindy, we were thinking this was just like a joke. We just thought, this is hilarious, you know, give my mom a hug. This is ridiculous. This is big plastic. Yeah, like a shower curtain. But as soon as I hugged my mom, I realized, like, I was just overcome with emotion. I realized how much I needed that, too. You know, I didn't, 
have my mom, we're so close and we're huggers. You know, I didn't have her coming into our home, hugging every time we see her, you know, and helping with our young boys. It was a stressful time. And I just needed to hug my mom. And so she cried, we cried, you know, we were laughing, but crying. And it just, yeah, it obviously the video uh, had gone viral after that. And, and yeah, we've been on quite the journey since then, I guess. Yeah. Wow. I love it. You know, when you feel a need for yourself and then all of a sudden it's exposed to the world and there's more of a need for it, that can bring you such an abundance of so many things, not only prosperity, not only money, but what you have done for the world. And now I just saw, uh, I think it was on Facebook. I believe it was your mom and she was helping fold or was it you? Do you all look alike? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We get mixed up all the time. I sound like my mom and answer the phone. People think we're, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we were um, putting a, a package together for a, a local nursing home. Yeah. I, so. and when I heard that it was for the nursing homes because I want you to share what's going on in, in Canada because here in the U.S. we are opening up. You know, we mm -hmm. really are. We're opening up more. It's going back to what people want to call the new normal. I see a lot of the old normal coming back. Mm -hmm. I really do. And, um, but how is it in Canada? Well, currently in Ontario, we are still in a form of a lockdown. I guess it was the third wave that had, uh, had hit us. And we just, the ICU numbers were quite high, so they needed to, to do another lockdown. Um, but there, there are restrictions that are lifting now. We, um, we've got retail opening this week, actually. And yeah, they're increasing the numbers of out, outdoor gatherings. So, but the nursing homes, yeah, that's always been, it's been tugging at my heartstrings, really. Like just knowing what those residents have been through this whole year and a half and, uh, and their families not being able to connect. So that's really what's been driving me uh, is just imagining, oh my gosh, if my mom was in a home, you know, if it was years from now and she, she may need to be there. Or my father actually had lived in a local retirement home for a time before he passed away about six years ago. And, you know, I just thought I, I couldn't imagine not being able to, to hug and, uh, and connect and even just hold hands, any form of human contact. You know, these people have been sadly, uh, they've just, it's like they're in some form of isolate, like a solitary confinement, you know, they're just not, not getting any human contact. And there's been issues with them not even being allowed to go outside. So it's, it's been a real problem up here recently. Yeah. yeah. And, and I can, I can only tell you that how much I appreciate you going into the retirement homes, the assistant livings. Um, I do a program for the assistant livings prior to the COVID. Now it's, you know, I hope to get back in, but it's called a pocket full of joy. And I oh, go to the assistant livings and for 45 minutes to an hour, I spend time with them and it's joyful and they love it. Right. So oh, that's great. I could only imagine that when I walk in and I see your curtain, <laughs> how emotional that's going to make me because you're absolutely right. When it comes to our elderly, 
it's not fair to them. It, this, this whole thing was just, it got way, way out of control. And I don't want our loved ones that are in the assistant livings not feeling the touch and the love. They have a hard enough time already with not, you know, getting visitors and everything else. So I applaud oh, you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. And so now you're in production. Now I saw that you have went ahead into mass production and created it beautifully. So share with me, how has that journey been for you? Are you sewing them? How are they being produced? Well, I did play around. I did a lot of sewing last year. I had to learn how to use a serger sewing machine. Like it, it was uh, quite the learning curve. I do sew, but not quite um, professionally, I wouldn't say at all. So I, I had to uh, first create a prototype though to share with this local company, Barbarian Medical. Uh, they normally uh, make rugby jerseys. And of course, now a lot of the sports aren't happening and uh, they supply a lot of sort of university wear, uh, shirts, Harvard, they supply all sorts of places around. Um, but of course their sales maybe were affected because not very many people are, are in person in these universities either. But they adapted very early on in the pandemic to make hospital gowns for local hospitals. So when I was making my design, I was tweaking things because of course the plastic garbage bags and you know the clothesline uh, design just wasn't going to be practical for a lot of situations. So I I've made it now within a door frame and it's hung up with Velcro, just a piece of Velcro in the door frame. And the top part is still a plastic sheeting. So you can see the person, of course, that whom you're hugging. But the bottom part is uh, also attached with Velcro. Uh, it's an isolation gown, hospital gown material that's reusable. So you remove it and can wash it just with a regular washing machine. And then the top part is just, you can wipe it down. So, um, so the, this company who manufactures hospital gowns, um, I approached them with my prototype and they thought it was fantastic. And they right away, they've been very supportive from the very beginning, a great team there. And they've now they're manufacturing them for us. So they've got incredible sewers. Of course, they do it a whole lot faster than I ever could. And uh, just very professionally made. And I'm thrilled with, with the product. Um, and yeah, we've got, uh, we're shipping out orders. We've got our website live. We announced on Mother's Day this year, we wanted to celebrate that, that special day um, with that announcement that we're making them. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. So now that more people, are they vaccinating in Canada? Yeah, I mean, our rollout has been a little slower than other parts of the world, uh, but certainly, yes, we are, uh, we're all getting vaccinated uh, with our first shots, at least some people now have had their seconds. Um, but yeah, I guess for me, this is, of course, it started in the, this idea, it started in COVID, uh, in the pandemic, but it's become, it's got a life of its own, I feel like, the hug glove, and it's become clear to me that this could be something used beyond this pandemic because people are getting vaccinated that it could be just really used 
in all sorts of settings where maybe there's a flu outbreak uh, in a nursing home or there's all sorts of times when they've had to maybe have these kinds of lockdowns in, um, in retirement homes or nursing homes, but also maybe in hospitals. That's my end goal is to have this approved for use for treatment for people who are in an isolation ward or um, you know, going through cancer treatments or maybe their immune system is depressed because uh, they have an organ transplant and you know, have to take medication to suppress their immune system so that they, uh, their body doesn't reject the, the organ. And uh, it's funny, I feel like I've been made for this because my dad actually had a heart transplant. Um, he lived almost 27 years uh, afterwards after his heart transplant, but he took medication to, uh, to lower his immune system so that, uh, you know, he, his body wouldn't reject his heart. And uh, again, I couldn't imagine him being alive now during the pandemic and being maybe in a nursing home, not being able to hug him because he, he gave the, the best bear hugs. And, uh, and yeah, so just knowing all of that with transplant patients, what they go through and, and, my mother-in-law recently had gone through some cancer treatments. So we brought our hug glove uh, and put it up in their, their backyard <laughs> to visit my in-laws last year. Um, and yeah, like we just wanted to be extra cautious, but there, to me, there's so many, uh, so many places that this could be used beyond the pandemic, for sure. I believe, I believe that so much. So um, I'm a cancer survivor. And I think that the uh, hug glove needs to be in every cancer center because oh, of course yeah. the immune systems are low and we want the touch. We want someone to hug mm -hmm. us and let us know that things are gonna be okay. So yes, I see you in assistant livings in cancer, you know, centers and hospitals. I see you in camps. I see you all over the place. So Thanks. again, yeah. The need and a necessity for you and your family and your mom came mm -hmm. this. It's yeah, it was fascinating because I mean, again, we just thought of this like a funny joke, this big plastic sheet and this video. We'd shared it with just friends and family at the beginning. And they just, they were so moved by it. They said, you need to put this out there. And I really have, had never been somebody who shared anything public before. I just had my own Facebook and it was just my friends. But, you know, it just, people were, were really affected by it. And so we shared it publicly and it just went viral from there. And then it became clear that they didn't just want the video, you know, which also like people needed that at the time, that joyful video. Um, but they also then it was clear they wanted that experience. So again, yeah, the people from all over the world were responding to it, asking us, you know, do you make these? Could you make me one? Uh, do you sell them? So it was, yeah, it was clear there was a need. And, uh, and even now, like I said, even though people are getting vaccinated, I feel like there's still so many people who are just in unique situations um, that they, they would still want to use this because there's variants, you know, there's all sorts of things that we still don't really know about 
about the coronavirus. So we have to be cautious with certain people. Um, but yeah, for it to be part of treatment, to, to really bring in loved ones and family members as part of that care for a patient, because we know those hugs, there's physiological effects that, that happen when you hug. It's, it's not just fluffy stuff. It's, you know, I know you know that, <laughs> Lindsay, sure you know, know that. with your pillow and, you know, that these are, uh, there's definite health benefits that come with that pressure and that embrace. There is nothing like a hug. There is <laughs> nothing like a hug. You know, yes, I am the creator of the Cuddle Me Love uh, body pillow. And the reason that it was created was because I found I had the breast cancer. I got divorced three weeks into radiation and I just wanted to be hugged at night. So like you, we came up with a solution and then all of a sudden the world was saying, wait a minute, I want that. Wait a minute. What is that? Huh? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and out of it came all of this. So again, you feel the need. I feel the need. And I want the world to realize that there's something inside of you that is more than just for you. So here I am sitting in my living room. At that time I was in Florida. I lived in South Florida, I'm now in South Carolina. And I turn on the news, I turn on um, Today, the Today Show. Okay, yes. <laughs> and there you are. <laughs> I see you on local news, there you are. I see oh, you on social media. I'm like, who is this brilliant woman that has thought of this because it was just beyond my, it was beyond my wildest imagination. And I thought to myself, number one, I have to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> two, I want to help you get as much exposure because it is a much needed necessity. Now, even after the COVID is now, you know, goes away, I mean, eventually it is going to go away, just like all mm -hmm. the other things have gone away. It may take another year or, or however long it's going to take but there's still such a valuable need in it because there are many people that, like we've already said, are sick and really shouldn't be touching other people, germ factor. And now you have given the everlasting hug. Oh, well, thanks, Lindy. That's, I mean, yeah, that, that really, that is my goal is to, to have this continue, you know, um, not to just be sort of a, you know, disappear with the pandemic with, yeah, like <laughs> we do, we do want it to end. Um, I'm not just <laughs> hoping it continues for good business, you know, right. yeah. but yeah, it just, it really, uh, it has evolved into realizing the, um, the importance of including loved ones and family into the care of a patient that there's, uh, I mean, after our video went viral, places around the world were using this in nursing homes and not our product, obviously. Uh, it was just, they'd made hug curtains or, um, you know, it was wonderful to see in Brazil and Spain and all over the US, we saw um, people making these kind of hug curtains. And there was one in particular, I think it was in Argentina where it was a hospital. It was, uh, or sorry, it was a nursing home, I guess. And they, they realized that they saw, really, they saw a decrease in the anxiety medication 
that they needed to give to people once they installed that. Uh, whether they did an official study or not, it'd be fascinating to see. And actually that was something I wanted to do with our hug glove is to have some form of study done to see those effects, um, you know, because there's countless studies with uh, human touch and, and hugs that they've done to see that that increases your oxytocin, uh, which is the love hormone, you know, the, that sort of human, the bonding, uh, increasing relationships and decreasing cortisol, the stress hormone, it affects uh, you know, even the blood pressure and your immune system. So we, you know, I would think this is like the most important, um, along with obviously the medical treatment, we need to, to support people at their, to build their immune system to be at their best, to fight whatever it is they're fighting or to get through that cancer treatment, you know, or to just build them up so that they, they can be stronger to fight whatever it is they're fighting off. So for it really to be part of treatment is my, my end goal. So I'm really hoping, uh, you know, there's hoops obviously to jump through, even just to get into officially into the nursing homes and uh, be able to uh, obviously to get approval for hospital settings is going to be quite the process, but I am, I'm ready for it. I really, I believe in it. You know, it's yeah. Not I'll just share, yeah. I'll just share with you, just take one step at a time because one yeah. step leads to the next step. That's how my, the Cuddle Me Love body pillow has evolved. It yeah. wasn't me, it wasn't for anybody else. Right. Yeah. I am, I'm just sharing it on my stages, writing about it in my books because it was a natural healer for me. And, mm -hmm. and so all I know is that one step at a time, like every yeah. day something else comes in my vision, like, you need to do a disclaimer. You need to do this. You need right. to, and I'm like, okay. And I go out to the experts and I mm -hmm. ask, always ask. So you belong on Dr. Oz. Do you all get Dr. Oz up there? Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how Dr. Oz does not know about you or oh. invited you on the show. I, I'm going to oh, make sure. Yeah. I think Dr. Oz, I think everybody needs to know about you. I even think I saw you on a clip on Ellen during the call. Oh my. Yes. Wow. And I could be wrong. Um, well, it was, um, I know for sure. So two places I know it made it. I mean, I would love that. Ellen is fantastic. But um, the, to, uh, the Today Show with Trevor Noah, he had done a hilarious bit about it last year. Really funny. We love him. So yeah, that was amazing that they picked it up and then uh John Krasinski he did a show called some good news it was on YouTube and such a great show because early on in the pandemic you know we needed all those good news stories we're just bombarded with all this awful news around the world so he created that show it's just a couple of episodes and uh <laughs> funny story after my so my mom and I would watch that show uh, you know, she would be at her apartment. We'd watch it here, my husband and I. And uh, and she loves John Krasinski. She's a huge celebrity crush on him from The Office. She got really into The Office. So as soon as we finished hugging and laughing and crying, 
The first thing she says is, you've got to send that to John Krasinski. Send him the video. I'm like, mom, like, I don't, you know, even, we hadn't even decided to share it publicly, you know, because our kids are in it. And like I said, I was very private for so long on social media. But uh, I had to create a Twitter account. I didn't really even use Instagram. It was all new to me. I didn't even know how to do a hashtag. I was like, figuring it all out. I was like, okay, mom, this is for you. I'll send it to John Krasinski. I think I sent him like four different tweets. I didn't even know what I was doing and tagged him like three times. I don't know. Anyway, it ended up getting on the last episode, episode number eight. We come in at 16 minutes and that just was like, it, that was it for my mom. She was like, <laughs> she said, that means he saw it, you know, he saw our video. Oh, we laugh about it you know sometimes yeah it's we obviously realized as my mom had been quoted to say the whole world needed a hug at that time you know so we're just pleased to to see that that has been shared so much to bring joy and now to to see it evolve into this product that we can have people actually in, enjoy the experience of what we had so wow yeah, we're just thrilled well, as I always say, out of tragedy comes treasures. And you, my friend, are a true treasure to the whole wide world. Whether they've recreated it in Europe, let's face reality, um, you know, there's always going to be a copycat. But when you know that you've done so well that others want to go ahead and duplicate what you have. Absolutely. That was the biggest compliment, really, is seeing that other places were doing it and uh, there were other videos that kind of happened around the same time. A gentleman in the UK had done a cuddle curtain. Great video, too, of him hugging his grandma. You know, but again, I was not on social media. I never saw these videos, but it was at the same time. And theirs went viral, too. And it was awesome. You know, it was just so great to see all these other people doing this. A young girl in the States had done that, too. So, yeah, I'm not claiming that, like, we invented this, you know, this idea I just I just made it and I don't I honestly don't know where it came from in my mind I I do well I do believe it came from from above I don't know it just it occurred to me this is what we need to do and it just spiraled from there you oh know? my god the, the first time that I saw it, the expression on your mother's face <laughs> and then your face I'm you like it hit Not me. Only are they hugging, but they could see one another. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. The red tape and everything, everything. It was just absolutely brilliant. How do people get a hold of you? How can people learn more about you? And for everybody, especially if you're driving, don't you worry. All of Carolyn's information is right below this podcast. But go ahead and share your contact information. Sure. So we've got our website live now. It's www.hug, so H-U-G, and then glove, G-L-O-V-E, dot C-A for Canada, as well as our phone number. We've got a 1-800 number. It's 1-844-836-HUGS, so H-U-G-S. We've got Twitter, like I said, I created that as hug and then underscore glove. And Instagram, we've got hug.glove. And Facebook is hug.glove, I believe. Just 
or if you just search hug love you'll find our page i'm sure oh yes you will absolutely will and i highly (laughs) encourage you carolyn to get in touch with like saint jude you know for the children that have cancer and yes i mean my mind now is going with you i know it's fascinating i started actually um that's why we tweaked the design i didn't actually mention sorry that it's a lower height uh, as well, we found uh, that in a lot of these videos we were seeing of nursing homes trying this around the world, um, they had to have someone holding them up. So we thought, well, it should be lower. Some of them were lowering, lower and, and seated. So we've got it at a lower height for people who use wheelchairs or just can't stand for a very long time. Then it's more of a visit, right? Like that. This is what I imagine it to be more like you'll you'll sit, you'll hug, but maybe you'll also be able to just hold hands and visit through it. Uh, but then at that lower height, it's perfect for kids, you know, like grandkids hugging grandparents. Um, it's great for that. We've used that with our. We've tested it out multiple times with our boys, with my mom, um, and yeah, it just. Uh, I started thinking of that too, that children's hospitals, you know, uh, because actually our son, um, when he was born, he wasn't breathing and had to be resuscitated, our oldest son, Freddie. And uh, when he then had to be rushed to a children's hospital. And at that time, they were telling us, you know, he wasn't looking good, you know, we almost lost him. But they told us as soon as you can hold him, you got to do as much skin to skin as possible for him. And I swear he was gone and out of there within two weeks. We didn't have a long stay in the knee too, thank goodness. But, you know, then that's, again, I feel like I'm made for this, that this is my experience. I've seen the hugging and the contact affect and, and help a baby get stronger to then have no effects at all. I mean, everyone's situation is different, obviously, but for us, we saw that, and I swear, a huge part of his recovery was because we were there, and we stayed at Ronald McDonald House. I don't know if you have those. Sure do. Houses near the children's hospital. So, yeah, they were amazing. There was, that allowed us to stay and be there so often to hold him as much mm-hmm. as possible. But for me, so having that experience, and I started thinking, yeah, children's hospitals, Ronald McDonald houses even, um, because if they have a family member who has to isolate, the mom is maybe visiting the child, but then she also needs a hug, right? You know, my mom would be visiting us every day at Ronald McDonald house. She wasn't allowed to go in to the NICU, it was only the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I needed her just as much to give me strength to then, Uh, care for my child so yeah there's I feel like there's so many and and we actually hugged my girlfriend's baby for the first time she I'm so glad she was such a great sport about it we wanted to see what it would be like to hold a baby through the hug glove and it there's a video on our Instagram about it but um it worked it was great you know because she had this our she had her baby through the pandemic we hadn't been able to, to hold her or see her this whole time. Uh, and that was an incredibly special moment as oh well. Oh my God, so, wasn't that, you also put that on social media. Didn't I see that? Yes, yeah, yeah there is the video there yes. of her. And our son, Henry, who's also, he's three now. He's just enamored with her. 
just really wanted to to see her close up you know we'd always we'd seen her at a distance for so long but it's just so touching to see um to see that uh, those images of him uh seeing her, his his future girlfriend <laughs> you know right up close but um but yeah there's there's lots of uses there's lots of situations i think where some people might be just too anxious you know new parents not too sure yet of uh, whether because babies can't wear masks you know so depending on your lockdown restrictions maybe um and and your comfort level you know whether you're okay with having other people hold your your newborn baby but it works with it babies <laughs> and as i go back into the assistant livings to do the pocket full of joy I'm going to tell every single assistant living about you and about the hug glove because there oh, is thanks. nothing more healing than that hug. And oh, I really thanks. appreciate you. We have now run out of time. Yeah, sorry. I could go on forever. <laughs> and you know what? I want you to. I don't want you to ever stop. I want to see you on bigger shows for more exposures. And if there's anything that I could do to help that, I want to do that. Oh, so thanks, Lindy. Thank you so, so much. I'm going to feed you on my Cuddle Me Love website. Yes. Uh, you know, as well, I was going to say the same thing. You know, I shared about your pillow at one point. Yes. And honestly, like, because there are times when maybe people can't physically visit each other yeah. uh, because of travel restrictions, they got to get a pillow. Uh, <laughs> you know, your hot pillow is incredible. Thank you so much. Give your last hug to our audience. Oh, well, thank you so much, everyone. This is just fabulous. Thank you, Lindy. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Fantastic. All right, thank everybody. You. Carolyn now has created the solution for us all to be able to feel safe, secure, loved, and to be able to smile again with one another in the most magical way. So thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Well, that's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for joining me, Lindy Eldridge, and my guest on this episode of I'm Crazy, But You Can't Lock Me Up. Please download, share, and follow me. And I promise your next episode is going to be just as inspiring as this one. Take care. Bye-bye for now.